The road to the Super Bowl has begun today. The 2022 schedule for the Buffalo Bills has officially been released. And we're going to talk about it with you right here, right now, on this very special edition of the Buffalonian Podcast. All right, let's go. Are back on this spectacular evening in the outdoor studio. The schedule's just been released. I'm Joe Kelly. Alongside me, as always, Dom Loss, Mike Marino. We got to talk about this. This is, I mean, first half of the season, in my opinion, looking pretty good. Then we hit three AFC East teams and uh, divisional teams. It's not looking too good after that. I'm gonna be honest with you. It's kind of mid, you could say. Well, the schedule's, you know, there's a lot of good teams, but I think we all talked about like. They play the AFC North, they play the Rams, they play the Packers. You know, those are tough games. The AFC East is kind of, as you said, mid. You know, the Patriots may have taken a step back. Dolphins have a lot of talent, but Tua is the starting quarterback. Same thing with the Jets, you know, Zach Wilson will really take the year two jump. I've, I've come from the schedule, like, very underwhelmed with the second half of the year. Just as, like, from a fan perspective, not a lot of great games. I know they play Cincinnati on Monday night at the end of the year. They play the Thursday night game against New England, and there's a lot of divisional matchups. But I think all the top-tier games are in the first half of the year, but maybe it's nice to have in the second half maybe a little bit easier yeah, to take schedule. right to the, the, the playoffs, you know. But one thing I'm absolutely ecstatic about is week one, I'm going to be honest with you. We are the season opener for the entire NFL in L.A., taking on the Super Bowl champs. Well, shout-out to uh, Matt Stafford being on the uh – NFL Network broadcast for like He's saying what, that Von minutes? Miller is gonna gonna switch jerseys when he takes a Super Bowl no, ring. No, no way. You Are you Rich kidding me? You're a scumbag if you think that. You have Rich Eisen, Steve Mariucci, Michael Irvin all dressed like really nice in suits, and Matt Stafford's in a sweatshirt. Yeah, he's just better. Then than Then there's all some them, rowdy probably. Rams fans that are. I what guarantee Rams you, fans? They don't exist. Right. Well, here's the thing. A lot of Rams fans, I don't think, are true Rams fans. When they moved to LA, they were like, "Oh my God, we have a football team again." You know what I mean? They're probably mainly Raiders fans there. That was always the team in L.A. Yep, but now they're in Las Vegas, and now there's two teams in L.A. There's no team in St. Louis. Unless, well, the city of St. Louis is suing the NFL for a lot, a lot of money. So Maybe Beside the point. We'll, so get back to the sc- we'll get back to the schedule here. So, I, I agree with you guys. I think the, the start of the year is a little bit tougher than the end of the year, but I think, again, it, that's good for us because if there's some really close battles for seeding, you know, maybe this gives us a way to get that number one seed a little bit easier. A little bit of an edge. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, And we're ranked, our schedule is ranked about, you know, 12th. Yeah, 12th for and the difficulty. And uh, I would agree with that. I think the end of the season saves that a little bit. But I, I just I just uh, like how we're on Thanksgiving again. Maybe that's becoming a tradition. It's three of the past four years we've been on Thanksgiving. It's because well, we bring in the views, buddy. <laughs> we bring in the views. The mafia brings it in. Well, before we go game by game, let's just break down, let's just say the entire schedule out loud. Uh, so they play opening night in L.A., then they play Monday night at home uh, at against Tennessee, then they play in Miami week three. In, then they play Lamar week four in Baltimore. Baltimore. Home game against uh, the Steelers uh, at on the ninth, and then week six is the Chiefs matchup. It was rumored that it was going to be week eight, but I guess it's going to be week six. Then they had the week seven bye, which is kind of an early bye. I wish they had a little bit of a later bye. Then I feel like the end of the season is a bye for them, though, especially playing yeah. the Patriots. We're going to just stomp them. hope that's not a cold take. 
What do you mean? All he does. We put up a 40 banger on him last year. I'm just I'm saying, not really I'm worried. Just saying, I hope it's not a cold take. Back to the point. Week 8, they play Sunday Night Football, another primetime game at home against the Packers. Then Week 9, they play uh, against the Jets. Then they play the Minnesota, Cleveland. They play the Thanksgiving game at 12 o'clock, 12.30 against the Lions. Then they play Thursday Night Football against the Patriots. Then again against the Jets. Home against the Dolphins, which could be flexed that Saturday game. They play Christmas Eve uh, in Chicago at 1 p.m. And then the Monday night football game, uh, Week 17, then the Patriots game uh, to top it all off at home. The uh, Monday night football game for Cincinnati, uh, in Cincinnati Week 17, I believe is the final Monday night football broadcast of the year. So that's kind of a... We get the first night broadcast of the year, first primetime broadcast, and the last. Not on the same network, of course, but... So we got five primetime games. That's the most you could get. I believe so. Five primetime games. Any flexes? And then no? the, the Chiefs games at 4.30, so that'll be a national game, too. But that's, mm-hmm. yeah, that's basically CBS primetime. Yeah. So, yeah, basically they have five primetime games, uh, two of them at home, which is the Monday Night Football game week two against Tennessee, and then the week eight Sunday Night Football game against Green Bay, and then they have three on the road, which is the opening night game against uh, the Rams week one. Uh, they play, obviously, at, in Cincinnati, uh, week 17, and then uh, they play week 13, the Thursday night game uh, against the pa- the Patriots, and then they have an opportunity for their home game uh, against Miami to possibly flex that Saturday, and then the home game against New, uh, New England could also possibly flex, depending on any implications of playoffs that that has. Yeah, I mean, honestly, looking at this, I'm, I'm pretty excited. I'm not going to lie to you. I just know that the biggest games, I think, that we're going to have looking at this right now I think Super Bowl champs week one, if we if we make a statement there, um, I think that's a big one, you know. If they also make a statement to us, that's a little scary, I'm going to be honest with you. But then again, it is week one, but that's a national scale. I feel like if the Bills are the real deal, they could take on the Super Bowl yeah. champs. Also, I'm going to quickly cut it. I, for, I completely forgot to mention they're also obviously in Detroit for Thanksgiving, so maybe they technically they have six primetime games. I don't know. That's the max or not, but technically they do play in Detroit on Thanksgiving. Also, as you said, the 425 Chiefs game is the one, you know, there was rumored to believe yesterday that it was going to be week eight, but it's the one game a year where the CBS broadcast can take the game, and it can't be uh, flexed to Sunday night. So, obviously, CBS really won that game. It's usually the game that uh, Tom Brady and Peyton Manning used to play all those years at 425 yeah. against each other. So now well, they had that playoff game. The divisional game against us, I feel like they'd won it again. Tony Romo wants wants to see the Bills go. Yeah, I think it's also interesting that they play you know Cleveland Week 11. Um, as we've said multiple times with Deshaun Watson, we have no idea what's going to happen with him and possibly getting suspended by the league. Obviously, it looks like I mean he's going to get suspended. It just matters about how much. I mean maybe it could be a year, but you know usually standard would be six games. So that would be in the threshold where they would have to play Deshaun Watson. Um, so. That could be it. That's an interesting thing I first thought of when I saw the schedule. Also, I think Deshaun Watson's fraudulent. I'm not too worried. Another thing I thought was interesting with the schedule is that they get their West Coast trip out of the way right away with the L.A. game, and they have 11 days to rest up after that to play Monday night against Tennessee. And week three, they get to get their uh, you know down trip to Miami out of the way early, which they have been the last couple of years. So, you you know, that's a pretty good start for the Bills that they in the first month they get out that West Coast they have plenty of rest and then they already have the trip down to Miami where they don't have to do it. Miami has to come here in the middle of December so that's probably going to affect them a lot. Yeah 
Yeah, well, us going down to Miami is also going to affect us because that's going to be, you already know that's going to be a hot game, and they counter that with a snow game for, for the Dolphins to play in. Well, at least, again, at least it's in September where the, at least the weather hopefully will be somewhat nice during that time so it's not a complete drastic change from what it usually is. Yeah. I mean, I'm interested to see if Trubisky plays when the Pittsburgh Steelers play us. I'm going to be honest with you. That's kind of the game I'm holding out for. I'd like to see him start, but... Uh, I've heard rumors that Kenny Pickett might be the starter for the, the Steelers, depending on how things go. I'll give a shout-out to uh, Mitch Trubisky for having a child. Oh, congratulations, the, the Mitch. Congratulations, MVP, the, number one. The second uh, birth uh, announcement that we've had that yeah, we've been first one. Except I'm not going to say f*** him. I'm going I'm to keep it to myself because I like Mitch. But I'm not even going to mention the other guy's name. I just don't like him. So, obviously, with the five t- primetime games, the two games possibly flex. I mean, Thanksgiving probably counts as a primetime game, too, so six. What is, like, one game you guys are looking at that aren't in, like, the other ten games other than those? So none of, none of the primetime games. None of the primetime games, none of the games that could possibly be flexed, um, or the Thanksgiving game. Well, I'm going to think about that uh, the first uh, Dolphins game, because that can't be flexed, right? No. Yeah, I'm going to think about that one, because, um, you know, there's all this hype around the Dolphins with Tyreek Hill and how they're going to do. And, like, you, you, we all saw the, the hype video with Tua underthrowing him. And then Tyreek had to come in and say, oh, guys, don't worry. You know, it's just practice. We're just practicing. So, I Tua think, turned the ball over. Yeah. So, I, I think that's the one to watch. because it's That might see. be the game where Jordan Poirier actually earns his contract. Yeah, you know? we're going to see. I mean, I think, we're going to see, see if the Dolphins actually improved and if adding Tyreek Hill actually made them a threat for the Bills. My take is he's just eye candy for the roster. I don't think he's anything special adding anything over there. I, I, th- I think, honestly, if you're looking at it, two is the cancer of that team. you got to get him out of there. you got to get Ryan Fitzpatrick back, and then you might have a shot. What about you, buddy? What's your non-primetime flex Thanksgiving game that you're most looking forward to? Um, I'm looking forward to the Bengals game. Eh, that's a primetime game. Sorry. Breaking the rules. Breaking the rules. Breaking the rules. Honestly, I'm a, I, I always look forward to the new... Uh, can I say the second New England game? Sure. Yeah, because yeah. technically it's TBD. We don't know yeah, yet. Sure, buddy. Um... New England, I always look forward to because I love seeing Belichick start throwing phones on the sideline, you know what I mean, when he gets mad, uh, goes out and gives Josh Allen a hug. I know he whispers in his ear, baby, I wish I drafted you. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I, th- I think, honestly, like, I just love seeing the defeat, the knowing that, oh, you ran the ball 45 times on us that one game. It was a fluke, absolute fluke. Isaiah McKenzie ran circles around your, your defensive bin when we played you again, and... Uh, uh, how about that Micah Hyde interception that we plucked the ball out of thin air? I think we sweep the Patriots both times. I know it's a primetime game the first time, but I, I look forward to playing the Patriots and seeing Billy, and I like Steve Steve Belichick licking his lips on the sideline. I really do. I think that's that's something I look forward to as well. Yeah, I think for me, um, I would say Cleveland, but I, again, we don't really know what's going on with Sean Watson, so I don't want to say that one. I'm interested in Minnesota just because you know, they come here, and that's you know the Diggs reunion game. Uh, I think he'll, he's going to have a big game. I don't think Minnesota has a very good secondary uh, so I think that would be an interesting game. But if I if I just look at one, it's it's your buddy Lamar Jackson coming to town. I mean, coming co- we had to go to M&T Stadium, Bills at Ravens. I think Lamar has been able to stay healthy in the first half of the years. I know he faded last year, but if he's healthy, and yeah, and then we knocked him out in the end. I will two I will, ago. I will say this about Lamar. I think he is coming to the point where he. I know he's still young. He's going to be what twenty five. So. His body's still going to be able to take these hits. He's going to be able to recover. But in the near future, I think they got to watch out because once he starts getting hurt and he can't run the way he once did, 
he's not going to be as effective. His I mean, arm. I mean, look at Cam is a Newton. Spaghetti. He took so many hits throughout his career, and now he has a noodle arm, and all he could do was run just because he's so big. I think he mentioned he had some kind of brain fog as well. Yeah, that's just again from just taking taking the the hits, and that's why that's one thing that fears me about Josh Allen. I know he's such a big guy, and like, it's just when he runs, sometimes I'm just like. Go down, slide. I don't. Yeah. We don't need you taking these hits. Well, see, the difference in my opinion between those guys is Allen can actually throw the ball. Uh, Cam Newton ran to save his career. The Lamar Jackson and Cam Newton are basically one and the same. MVP. Uh, their was it rookie season or was it his second season? Lamar second year. Second year. Cam Newton. That was rookie year, correct? No. It was his fifth year. Fifth year. Wow. That's what year they went to the Super wow, Bowl. Wow, I'm way. Although, off. just shows how forgettable and irrelevant they both are. I just I, don't. I remember when everyone said the Bills should sign Cam Newton to be Josh Allen's mentor. That was a thing at one time before he signed with the Patriots. You know who I would have rather seen be Josh Allen's mentor? Who would that be? Anyone else. Anyone Matt Bar- else. Matt Barkley. Matt Barkley. Derek Anderson. Derek Anderson. Uh, A.J. McCarron. Uh, anybody. Anybody. Give me, honestly, uh, name the worst quarterback in the last decade. E.J. Manuel's. Yeah, I, I would rather have that guy. Cam Newton, fraudulent. He, he absolutely sputtered out. I, I'm going off on a tangent. I got I got to comment down. We, we here. got we got to go back to the schedule. But we're but going back to the schedule. <laughs> I I I believe that the Bills have a very solid schedule. I worry that their interior offensive line is going to get tested right away. As we kind of mentioned last pod, I know I kind of shied away at the last second from the Rams game because you know the Bills website didn't have the Titans game as the home opener, and obviously the Eagles did. So I was like, oh, maybe that's not. But that was just a smokescreen. So good for the Bills website on that. But Playing Aaron Donald and then having to play Jeffrey Simmons, and even the next week having to play Christian Wilkins, who's a very good defensive tackle for the Dolphins. You know, all those upgrades that the Bills made in the interior offensive line position are definitely going to have to be challenged, and hopefully the chemistry's down between all those players. Listen, just remember if things go south, there's one guy on the bench that'll be able to get it done. His name's Bobby Hart. Bobby Hart will more than likely be, if anything, practice squad. That's when you bring him up. Emergency. He's the emergency. He's the guy you need in a pinch to throw a game. To throw. Like, he will lose you the game, but it will be in style. Like, he will get trampled every time. I actually think it's interesting overall. Like, the first seven games of the year, actually, just looking at it, other than the Ravens, I don't think they have a very, you know, great defensive tackle. But, I mean, the Steelers have Cam Hayward, Chris Jones for the Chiefs, and then they had the bye, and then they had to play Kenny Clark of the Packers. So, that interior offensive line, the whole first half, really, of the season is going to have to be tested. It's actually kind of insane to think about. Yeah. Well, we'll see. We'll see, uh, like you said, how how good they, they really are, if they're they're able to gel rather fast. Because I know we have a veteran in there in Morris and uh, Saffold, and then the other guard will probably be either Bates or Felici- or not Feliciano. We cut him. I'm thinking of uh, Ike Bakker, yeah. So it's probably going to be one of them at the other guard. He's also coming off an Achilles injury, so. Yeah. You know what game I'm really looking forward to? I'm going to switch gears to the defensive side here. Um, I'm really looking forward to the Bengals game because their offensive line is just so so weak, and I personally, I don't know if they did enough to. I think they did a lot. I, I mean, just think they did a lot. Still, though, it's got to be, they have to mesh, they have to work together. I mean, I we don't yeah, know if that Yeah, but it's that game's on week 17. I still think they're going to have the worst record in the NFL. The Bengals. Yeah. It's a bull Super take. Bowl to nothing. They lost. Joe Burrow's Aaron Rodgers never going. If back. I had to pick one team that has the worst record, I'm picking uh, the Atlanta Falcons. Actually, that was more of a 
That was a that was a bad take on my end. I'd say the Bears have the worst record. I think this if we're gonna do really bold, not bold, but I just think the Seahawks are gonna have the worst record because they had to play in that NFC West division with the Rams, Niners, and Cardinals. So they played those teams a combined six times, and they had to play the AFC West. So I saw brutal. I saw a post where I think it was Pete Carroll said that he felt like Drew Locke would have been the first quarterback taken in this year's draft. If he was getting drafted this year, he well, I'm would sorry, have been number this one. Year's, this year's draft was for quarterbacks was not good. It had Kenny Pickett. Yeah. It was really it. That's the only one that went in the first round. And then the next one wasn't until the third round. Yeah. All right, we'll be right back with more of the Buffalonian podcast right after this. Remember, stay tuned in the next few weeks for a trailer for our very first Buffalonian Combine where we will test our athletic abilities in events Joe has called people out for doing wrong. Uh, the trailer will be dropping in a number of weeks, and we will have the combine ready and out to go this summer. Stay tuned for updates. Thank you, and enjoy the rest of the show. So on that note, that is going to do it for tonight's very special edition of the Buffalonian Podcast. We hope you like these little bonus episodes, and uh, we'll be coming at you next Wednesday with some extra takes. Yeah, more talk about the overall arching themes of the Bills' uh, schedule release. Also, some overall you know National Football League uh, themes as well. We'll talk about the more better games that are outside of the Bills, and also we'll probably rank our top ten games overall next week, and uh, along with hopefully maybe some more Sabres news. Uh, Hopefully the bands take a win, the Amherst can bounce back in their series, and we get our first edition of Mike's Rundown. Yes, sir. And just remember, to our fellow Buffalonians out there, the path to the Super Bowl begins now. It's a bright time to be a Buffalonian. Amazing time. And uh, we'll catch you here next week. And uh, Dom, how do you how do you always end these again, bud? Go Bills, baby. Go Bills. Super Bowl 57 champs! <laughs>